Hey guys, so today my episode is going to feature my lovely fiance, um, and we're just going to get into, you know, our life. Um, I'm going to ask her a couple of questions about, you know, adulthood, about the transition into being an adult, and, you know, just getting into her head a little bit um and i just want you guys to you know listen if you have any questions or anything like i said um my social media platforms are instagram and twitter um if you guys want to hit me up on those um and just ask any more questions we can definitely do a part two if you want us to go into anything a little more um but yeah her name is maria um she goes by elizabeth though so you know either one is fine um her instagram is m-r-i-v-a-s 528 on instagram she doesn't really use anything other than that much um but yeah if you guys have any questions or anything let me know all right let's get into it okay all right so the first question was who are you to me your fiance okay awesome awesome um what are you passionate about um doing nails dancing okay um how is adult life treating you right now it's kicking me in my butt (laughs) okay how so um well you know parents really don't um teach you about credits and working full-time jobs and you know paying bills what comes with getting an apartment things like that okay uh that makes sense well i would say i think like the thing that i think people thought would prepare us for adulthood would have probably been school because you were there eight hours a day you know you had you know your little 30 minute lunch break and stuff like that so that's understandable because you know you work eight hours a day and you get that 30 minute lunch but that is literally the only thing that they teach you or train you for life period everything else is just to get a degree or something that doesn't teach you about life yeah um okay what do you feel like the biggest difference between you know living at home and living out on your own is you have a lot more responsibility. Um, pretty much everything that fell on the parents is now falling on you. So now you have to worry about the water bill, electricity, rent, all that stuff. I would say for me, at least, my biggest thing is like, ugh, time management. I, I had the flexibility when I was younger to, you know, procrastinate and be able to be like oh well, I can just do this this day and do that this day but now I feel like if you don't get it done it's not going to get done and That's there are really always gonna affect you. yeah there are always consequences for stuff like that um so I guess a big question that um I don't really know the answer to actually which is kind of strange but um we do live together, so we've been living together for almost two years now. Uh, we've been together for about nearing seven years. Um, but in that, um, we're obviously living together before we got married. So do you feel like it would have been a better idea to live together post-marriage, or do you think it was a good idea to live t- together pre-marriage? 
I think it would have been better for us to live together before we got married just because you really don't know what to expect when you live together. And I think that's a really difficult thing to go through if you're already married and have not lived together. Because then you have to learn how to live with each other, learn each other's, you know, home routines and all that thing. So I think that would have had a big impact. Yeah. I, I think for me, I wish that we would have, I'm kind of on the fence. I can play devil's advocate and be like, you know, living together before marriage makes way more sense, but I can see the benefits of living together after marriage because what would be the difference between, you know, getting married and already living together? Like what would really change? It would just be a title. But if you get married and then you move in together, it's like, oh my God, like we're starting this brand new, we're starting this fresh as a married couple. And, you know, we get to navigate through that together. But when you kind of already toyed with it, toyed with that um, position, I guess, it's not as, I don't know. I I don't want to say exciting because it's exciting when you move in together regardless of your titles. But I, I think that there's a different significance when you're married and then you move in together um if that makes any sense but I I totally understand both sides and I think both sides has its benefits and it's you know it's just it makes sense either way it goes um so I think we've talked a little bit about this privately but do you have any fears about marriage do you have anything that you're like oh you know like I don't know if I'm prepared for that part of marriage or I don't feel like you know I don't know like do you have any type of fear um in regards to marriage at all um i do but then i don't i mean to me the only thing that will change you know is the title and our names i feel like if we weren't married and we were to continue with our relationship and everything um we would just be growing together like um starting to get a house together you know children all that stuff so if that answers your question yeah um for me i think I wouldn't necessarily say I have any fears. Um, I always am very cautious about every decision that I make and I overthink literally everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I would say like my concerns, because I feel like that has less of a negative connotation, um, would be, am I equipped? You know, like I feel like I'm a good partner, um, but I can't say that, if that makes sense. Like it depends on how the person looking in feels like your partner. Do they feel like you're, you know, do they feel like you're supportive? Do they feel like you'll be there, you know, when you need them or when they need you? Um, But I guess like my biggest one is like parenthood. Like, am I prepared for that transition? Like it's one thing to get married, but it's another thing to step into a completely different realm of things, which everybody feels like those two things go hand in hand. But there are literally some couples that parenthood are not for them. Um, I think it, I I love kids. I've taken care of kids my whole life. Um, But I'm scared to literally have my own, which kind of jumps into a whole nother conversation, which I'm sure I'll touch on in a different episode. But I don't know, like the idea of me birthing my own child, I haven't come to terms with yet. It's Um, very scary. And this is where, you know, school comes in. They don't teach you anything about this. So now literally you're a child living life as you go. And that's what really sucks about it. 
but you know in a way it also really depends on your partner and the relationship if y'all are ready to take that next step you can never really just explain or tell yourself i am uh, i am the girl that you can marry i am this i am that it literally all just depends on the relationship true i, I can agree with that um but yeah I, w- I would say that would be my biggest concern is everything after the i do's like you know buying a house or building a house together and you know having to be not having to be but knowing that you need to be considerate of each other's views and each other's likes and dislikes and really coming together to build that thing that's going to be both of yours that you're both going to have to take care of and then what you're going to fill that home with are you going to fill it with pets are you going to fill it with kids and pets or you you know those questions i think are my biggest concerns that i do part has never really faced me. I've always felt pretty prepared for that. But I mean, at the end of the day, how can you be prepared for it, you know? Um, But yeah, okay. Um, So I guess we did touch on kids a little bit, but how do you feel about children? Do you want kids? Um, Are you scared to raise kids? Do you have any fears of motherhood? Like, what is your view on childhood or children, I guess? Um. I feel like I do want to have at least one or two kids at the moment. I really don't want them. I mean, but I'm pretty sure that'll change. What I'm scared of is um, parenting. I feel like me and you can have different views and it will kind of affect that a little bit, not major. Um, what scares me about having kids is, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but like, you know, kids with disabilities or just even having a miscarriage, especially that, because sometimes that alone can even break up marriage. And I feel like those are definitely things that people try to not talk about is like those possibilities. Like, you know, as much as we'll still, you know, like when you're a parent or when you're a person trying to be a parent, you know, your expectation is never, oh, my child is going to have some sort of disability, my, you know, anything like that. But it's like something that's kind of hush hush of like, you know, you have to take care of that kid. And because at the end of the day, it's your child, no matter mm-hmm. what happens, he's or she is still your child. And I think that growing up has definitely been one of my fears because I know my parents and my my aunts and you know family members all around have had history with having you know miscarriages or stillborns or things like that and that's something that's scary you know you're like is that genetic can that happen to me am I prepared to deal with something that devastating and am I educated enough to be able to deal with that do I am I equipped to you know withstand that and I feel like no matter what you know, no matter what you read, you're never prepared for something like that because that's, that's less of a knowledge thing and more of an emotional thing. And, you know, once you've carried something for six, eight, nine months, you know, like you're attached and especially any, in any capacity, you're attached to it. I mean, physically, obviously. And then of course you'll become emotionally attached as well. But my fear is that I will become attached to my child and something were to go wrong. Um, so that's that's kind of my thing about, you know, carrying a child. I would absolutely freaking love to adopt a child, whether it's, you know, 
yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I would love to adopt a kid. Not anytime soon. Um, probably, I wouldn't say not anytime soon, but I would say not in the next two or three years for okay. sure. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, what do you think are the key things to have when you become a parent? Um, stability, absolutely. Which I mean, like I said, you're never really, I mean, unless you're a millionaire, but you're never really financially prepared, I guess, to have a kid or you're never really in a mental state to have a kid. And I think there are, well, that's my opinion. You know, there might be some scholar out there that says, no, these are the qualifications to have a kid and be successful. But for me, I genuinely don't think that you're prepared to have a kid because you don't know how that kid is going to come out. You don't know if that kid is going to be way more energetic than your your you know personality can handle or your spouse's personality can handle, you know? And for me, um, I kind of forgot your question, to be honest. But um, What are the key things to have when oh, you become a yes. parent, girl? Sorry. Um, love, absolutely. Unconditional love. You have to be able to support your kid. You know, no matter they want a mohawk, a blue mohawk, <laughs> or they want to, you know, I don't know. I, I would say patience, love, security, um, stability. Um, yeah, I, I would say those would be the keys for me um, because that's something that I feel like I didn't really grow up with. And I know that I would have probably been a better person starting out. Not to say that, you know, I'm you know, Charles Manson or anything, but I think that I definitely had a harder time because I didn't experience all of those things. My mom loved the crap out of me and my brother, and we got a lot of affection as kids, but, you know, switching schools all the time, moving around all the time, that has an effect on kids, um, and it, you know, causes trust issues, it causes a lack of stability, and it teaches them that they don't need to be stable. So it just, you know, trying to break generational curses for sure um but yeah i would say those are definitely my my top i think it was four qualities um how about you pretty much the same but i think the main important one is definitely having patience just because like you said you really don't get taught how to be a parent what to expect when you become a parent i firmly believe that you need to have patience or else you're you're just not going to be able to handle it for sure um so another one which i mean kind of ties hand in hand i feel pets um right now we do have a cat (laughs) um we've had several pets um and those were tests and trials um but right now we have a cat his name is prince um he's nearing two years old um he's the cutest little just uh just so cute and yeah um so our journey with pets um so the very first pet we had together was a guinea pig actually um her name was Allie she was a lot (laughs) a lot I thought it would be a great idea to get a pet that you know would stay inside of its cage didn't really need much maintenance other than you know changing out her her kennel or whatever you call it um but yeah no 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 if you don't have a guinea pig now i don't suggest it because that that's a whole nother ball game just a whole lot a whole lot a lot of um it was originally a birthday gift for her i think it was for your birthday 
Right. Yeah. It was for her birthday. I was like, she, you know, when we moved in together, she had a dog. And, you know, when we moved, we had a roommate and it was not going to work. Let's just put it like that. Um, so I was like, I know she misses her dog. So let me see what I can get her that, you know, wouldn't really need too much. And that was what I came up with. And I shouldn't have. Um, and what do we have after that? We got Milo. Milo. Mm-hmm. Mm. Milo. Don't do that. <laughs> that was your dog. That was not my dog. <laughs> he was bad. He was so bad. But that was my baby. Ugh. Couldn't stand that dog. From, <laughs> like, when we first got him, he was super, he he really played us. When we first got him, he, he was, was a this, newborn. He was this sweet little puppy. He was, I think, six weeks when we got him. Um, he was a German Shepherd Rottweiler mix, so he was super cute on, you know, happy on the eyes. And as he got older, he got way more energetic and way louder and way feistier. And it just didn't go well because I mean, at that time, me and her both had like insane schedules. So we really didn't have the time to commit to him. Um, and it wasn't planned. We did not plan to get a dog. We were literally driving down the street and we saw this guy outside who had a bunch of puppies and we were like, oh, you know, let's just go take a look and see, you know, what he has. And I think he had some Shih Tzus. Um, and he was selling them for like $300. And I was like, yeah, you can miss me with that. I'm not interested. Um, so, you know, we're walking back to our cars and this lady stops and she's unloading her the bed of her truck. And she has a kennel full of these little black puppies. And we're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm usually the one to make really like informed decisions, not really like making rash decisions. But in that moment, like all bets are off. Like I was like, he's cute. We're taking him home. He's the only boy in the kennel. He's got to go with us. And she was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you serious? And I was like, yes. And yeah, worst mistake of my life. Honestly, don't it was say horrible. That. He was cute. He was sweet at first, but he was Satan's helper. Like I don't know. Like he was horrible, absolutely horrible. Um, and yeah, no. So I ended up um, giving him to a friend of mine that trains dogs, and we check in on him from time to time. And I think he's good. <laughs> but yeah, it was just it didn't work out. It really didn't. No. And then we got Prince and. That was the best pet decision I've made ever. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Do you want any more pets? Probably not. What? No more pets? Probably not. I want... Okay, so this is my thing. I want another cat. Because, I mean, who just eats one potato chip? Um, I want another cat. And then I want a dog when we get a house. I don't want a dog right now. Like, we live in an apartment right now. Our apartment isn't small but prince this is his domain and i really don't want to add nothing into his equation right now because he's still kind of getting used to us we got him in ooh, yeah we got him in june um so he's still you know adjusting he was a rescue um so until we move i'm i'm not anticipating us getting any more pets right now um (laughs) but yeah so but I definitely do want a dog. I want a big, non-slobbery, cute little... No, sorry. That kind of defeats the purpose of it being big if it's little. But yeah, I want a dog. Big dog that I can cuddle with, that loves me and only me. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I guess another question that 
I'm sure um, is on a lot of people's minds. Um, Like I said, we have been together for almost seven years, so we've definitely experienced a a great bulk of experiences together and dealt with a lot of life issues together as well. Um, I feel like we kind of low-key raised each other. Um, And I think one huge um, topic in our relationship has been religion. And I identify as Christian, um, and so does she, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, thought so. <laughs> um, and, you know, if it wasn't clear, we're two women. Um, so, you know, obviously <sighs> the downfall of, you know, being two women that identify as Christian and that being a community that doesn't exactly smile upon us, um, but still, you know, seeking that relationship with God, how do you think you have, I guess, um, coped with outside views or with, you know, you being who you are, but loving God as well? Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still trying to work through it. I don't even want to talk about that right now. Okay. Um, for me, I would say, um, I don't know, like, I've grown up in my church, I've grown up in church my entire life, and it's, it really wasn't something that I dealt with until I was probably, I don't even know, 16, 17, um, when I was in high school, and, you know, I always felt like something was different about me, and, I had little experiences here and there, but I never really like latched onto them um, until I was much older. And it was literally right before I met you. And it was something that like, I definitely was like, oh no, 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 I can't do this, I can't do this. And I had my times and my moments where I was like, we can't be together, I can't do this, like I'm scared. And it was mainly, to be honest with you, it was never really, I wouldn't say never, but for the most part, it was not really fear of like God's disappointment. It was more of like me getting in trouble with my parents who I felt like was God's representatives. <laughs> like, I know that sounds crazy, but honestly, like if, you, if you've if you been through it, you understand what I'm saying. But um, I think now that I'm older and I've moved out, I moved out years ago, but it's still etched in my brain to be scared. And so like, we have a lot of like moments where Um, My mom will call me and I'm like, shh, you know, just because that's what I'm used to. My mom has literally no control over me now in this age and at this time, I mean, and I still, you know, have moments of like, no, she can't know or, you know, things like that. But why not? Like, she's not going to kick me out of my house or, you know, she can't whoop me. Like, I mean, I guess she could, but unlikely. Um, So I don't know. I think for me religion is religion and spirituality is spirituality and for me i base my spirituality on my relationship with god i feel like religion is not what i seek i seek a relationship and i feel like i have a very good relationship with god i do know that i could do better um and i do find my moments you know feeling like i'm on e in my spiritual life but you know now i'm like what am i to do you know what i mean and i don't really ever feel like i need to do anything about it 
Um, but everybody's journey is different and I'm never going to encourage somebody to, you know, do something just because I did it. Um, if you're in that same space, my advice would be to talk to God, get answers for yourself. Don't just listen to people. Don't just, you know, go based off of people's opinions of what something says or whatever. Talk to God and get your answers from him. That would be my only suggestion but yeah I guess that's a really heavy note to end on but um again um I don't know if we mentioned at the beginning but what are your social media platforms and your handles well I only have Instagram I don't use Twitter but my Instagram is M Rivas R-I-V-A-S uh what is it 528 yep um all right. Um, and for me, um, which I, I know I've told you guys like a thousand times, but my Instagram is T-X-K-I-R-A-H. And my Twitter is T-X-K-I-R-A-H underscore. Um, and when you guys go on there, let me know you're from the podcast. Um, send me some ideas. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, and if you send me a suggestion and I like it and I use it, I'll shout you out in the episode. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope this was entertaining to you. Um, and if it is, let me know. Um, and like I said, let me know what you guys want to hear going forward. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, if you guys want to know anything else if you guys want us to you know dig into anything a little deeper um we could definitely do a part two like i said um in the beginning um i really appreciate you guys you know sticking through the whole episode um i know this one wasn't too long um i'm gonna try to do some that are a little longer um just to give you guys a little more information um so yeah if you like this let me know send me your feedback i'm open i'm all ears i love constructive criticism Um, so yeah, hit me up on Twitter, hit me up on Instagram, follow me, let me know you're from the podcast. I'll follow you back. If you have any ideas or topics that you want me to touch on, let me know. And if I pick yours, like I said, I will shout you out, um, in the beginning of the episode. So yeah, let me know. My Instagram is T-X-K-I-R-A-H and my Twitter is T-X-K-I-R-A-H underscore. So yeah, thank you guys.